I want to welcome Agile XRM to the podcast. I've known the people at Agile XRM for the past 12 years. I've seen how their business process management tool can add massive value to complex organizational processes in sectors such as finance and government. If you have complex processes or a need for dialogues on the Power Platform or Dynamics 365, take a look at how this BPM tool can add value. You can find them at agilexrm.com or check out the show notes for more details. Welcome to the MVP Show. My intention is that you listen to the stories of these MVP guests and are inspired to become an MVP and bring value to the world through your skills. If you have not checked it out already, I do a YouTube series called How to Become an MVP. The link is in the show notes. With that, let's get on with the show. Today's guest is all the way from Malta. He's a senior analyst. He's a second-time MVP, so coming into his third year now. Uh, he's a tech enthusiast, software developer, Microsoft Dynamics Serum technical analyst. He's a diehard Microsoft fan. You can check him out on his blog, nejos.dev, uh, and I'll put links into the show notes for that. Welcome to the show, Nejo Joseph. Thank you, Mark. So I'm very happy to be part of this show today. Excellent. Good to have you on here. Good to have a chat. And uh, tell us about Malta. That's an interesting part of the world. I've visited Malta. I love it. Um, but tell us about uh, family, food, and fun for you in Malta. Yeah, basically, I'm from India, but uh, I moved to Malta uh, as part of my work, and I'm working with KPMC Malta now. So my family is back in India. Uh, they are in Kerala, like the southernmost state of India. And I'm in Malta. Malta is like a very small country, small island in the middle of the ocean. So it's, uh, you know, it's kind of a tourist spot in Europe. People come to here. We have plenty of sunlight here. So, you know, it's, it's about the summer to start. So people come here to enjoy the cool weather or warm weather and enjoy the beach. You know, we, we have beach around the uh, island. So it's a tourist spot. It's, uh, you can come for a vacation and enjoy and party here. Yeah. So true, so true. I, I definitely enjoyed my time in Malta um, and when I've holidayed there. Tell us about, um, so so. T what about food? Is the food good in Malta from your perspective? Uh, yeah, basically I like uh, Mediterranean food and it's, uh, plenty of, well, it's, a, it's a hot spot for Mediterranean food in Malta. You can get Mediterranean and Italian food. It's a blend of uh, both you can get over here. And if you come to here, there are local cuisines, uh, but I think more people are preferring like uh, kebabs or pizza. These are the main items people preferring out here. Yeah, sounds sounds right. Sounds right. So tell us about how you got into tech. What was your kind of career journey that ended you up where you are today? Uh, as a student, basically, chemistry was my favorite subject. Uh, but, you know, uh, I... When I start, still I choose uh, computer science as my major for my higher studies. I don't know, like uh, maybe because, you know, I had some discraft kind of a writing disability issue. So I knew it is difficult to go with the uh, core uh, chemistry or physics, that kind of a subject. So I chose to go with computer so that I can type in things rather than writing uh, these uh, letters and uh, drawing diagrams and everything. That's why the core reason I chose uh, IT as my major. But from there, you know, 
this is something i realized this is something which uh, where i can grow further that's how i started uh, then uh, on the career side you know basically i started uh, with dynamic crm itself you know in 2015 i started with dynamic crm uh, not not like normally people go with the technical development side and then come into crm but for me uh, fortunately i got an opportunity directly into dynamic crm that to uh, especially with the company they are focusing in the product development uh, to an isp so which gave me immense exposure on the both side you know learning an industry like uh, the vertical industry plus a technical side so that's how you know i got into dynamic crm side mm and and what t- took you though overseas are you say and, and i'm probably asking more generally here are you seeing this you know um you know a lot of organizations have have some big teams inside india that makes up part of their development team i mean the company i work for we have about i don't know 7 800 people just working in dynamics in india let alone what we have in china and 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 other other countries but why why is there an appetite to move to another country and work on dynamics projects remotely um that you're seeing uh so you might get the question can you rephrase it like uh... yeah so so are you seeing that a lot of people um their goal in their career is rather than work on dynamics in country they in their own country their home country they want to go and work on it in other countries like you you're, you're in Malta for example uh yeah i think people more for kind of an exposure and uh, you know bigger projects or that that kind of stuff for me personally you know uh i was with a smaller firm we were focusing on product development especially you might know when we do an isp kind of a things a smaller team like uh, we started with uh, i think around 10 people then grow into 50 that's a maximum resource required for a product development not like uh, 700 or 1000 people are not required but for me you know i worked with the product development phase and then i thought you know let's expose uh, let's see how bigger implementations are going rather than developing a project uh, especially with the government firms and public sector implemented how it is going so that's the reason i choose a different country and a different firm uh, but i think yeah people moved to other country for the direct exposure and uh, you know mostly in india it's kind of offshore place where people remotely work but uh, working face with a client is a different experience so do do you um do you travel much within your role or, or are you pretty much stationary in malta malta pretty much stationary at the moment uh, especially you know it's covid and we are into a new style of working now you know it's not necessary you need to move so I do work for different clients in different regions but uh, and so are you are you working generally on remote projects sir uh yes remote projects mostly yeah yeah makes sense okay tell me about um how did you become an mvp what was your journey what how did did you you know how did it start from you and 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 tell me you know how you got to to ultimately becoming an mvp Yeah as i mentioned i started my career out of college uh, fresh i started directly with dynamic crm in 2015 i think that those were i'm working with uh, dynamic crm version 2011 2013 2015 we had different projects and uh, for me those days you might know community was not this active i think today community has evolved into a different level there are many contributors many people were there but those days 
uh, as I mentioned before, that is a smaller firm. We are doing a product development and only a few people like uh, uh, 10 members were than the team. Like uh, the total headcount was 10. So there were not not much people to check or discuss on different points. So, you know, whenever I get into, when I stuck into something, you know, I go to the community, the dynamics community and post the questions over there. That's how uh, my community activity started. Then I, you know, there were only a few people you might know. Uh, Scott was there, then Ben Housley was there, could you? And only a couple, of, only a few people were there. So, the, so if I have some doubt, what I used to do is that you know I post in the community, then I go to their LinkedIn or in the community and message, hey, I posted this question, can you help me with answer? Then they'll come and reply back <laughs> in the community. So that then uh, maybe after a couple of months itself. When I stuck on something, you know, which their answers, the way they are answering the questions really amazed me. Then I checked how they're aware of this, what is happening in the back and what is the level of their knowledge. Then I just noticed their title is like MVP. Then I dig much uh, into what is this title, what does it mean? So what are the benefits, especially as an MVP, you will get the product group interactions and you will get to know the product more. So then I realized this is uh, how MVPs work and I get to know from the uh, internet itself how this is what they're doing. Then, you know, MVP was not my first impression or I was not working primarily for an MVP title, but, you know, uh, I got in touch with all these people over the community, this thing. Then I, I also started answering questions in the community and to be very honest, it took almost an year for me to get a one verified answer, the first verified answer, but it took one year. <laughs> But uh, that was something motivating me, you know. Even the single that thing get uh, kind of a motivation for me. That is enough for me. One way, verified answer those days. Then I started continued that thing and started my own blog. That too, again I started uh, for my own learning. You know, we find out something. I don't want to, you know, ditch it over there. So, you know, I posted those things on my blog. Then uh, I was kind of, I moved that way a couple of, uh, maybe one or two years, the same uh, pattern. Then fortunately, again, I got in touch with uh, other community members, especially, you know, you know, uh, uh, William, then Chris Handingford. So then Lanny, all these people, we were part of another amazing community called Those Dynamics Guys. And uh, we started organizing events, hackathons. Uh, Probably you might remember in 2020, we had uh, Hack for Good for Embass uh, event. So all these events, I was also a coordinator. I I think I was part of uh, two or three hackathon events. And I started creating uh, small components start uh, posting in GitHub and uh, PCF Gallery. I had, I think, almost five or six uh, controls in the PCF Gallery. And one of them got almost, you know, 10,000 or I think uh, exactly 15,000 downloads uh, within a couple of months. That was amazing. I got, still I'm getting inquiries. It is still outdated, but, you know, I got a uh, lot of positive responses on this this thing. Even uh, people from different regions started then contacting me, asking me also doubts. Then I spent, you know, spent a lot of time on this thing. But I was, uh, to be honest, I was not ready for an MVP title, but I got very busy with this community activities, LinkedIn. Uh, every day I used, I was uh, flooded with messages in my LinkedIn post. People are asking clarification doubts and this thing. Then, uh, yeah, then, that those days, I think 2020, yeah, 2019, early, uh, mid, mid of 2019, I was nominated by Lani. She said, you know, you are doing great work and doing a lot of contributions. So I'm going to nominate you. Uh, 
so I was kind of very shocked. I was not expecting that thing. Uh, though, you know, I know this will lead to this MVP tackle, but I was kind of very happy then. Yeah, I filled up the form by December. Then I got uh, selected as an MVP in 2020. Early 2020, I'd say. Nice. Nice. That's so good. Such a good story. And I love your persistence that even though it took you a year to get your first verified answer, you still kept going. And, and that's, that's, that's fantastic. Yes, exactly. Really, really like that. Tell me, since becoming an MVP, has anything changed for you? Has it had any impact on your career? What What's it been like for you since becoming an MVP? Uh, Career-wise, uh, ex- uh, yeah, on a knowledge base, or you are you will evolve into a different person after once you become an MVP. Expect on the professional side, I will say you will be more responsible. Uh, you know, people are expecting more responsible answers and responsible posts from your blogs or the talks you do. So you need to be more responsible. You need to do thorough research. Then your knowledge level, you, the product group interaction is a different thing. You know, that's the main thing. Product group interaction and the community involvement. That's the two things I'm seeing as an advantage. You know, uh, you will get to know what is happening. You will, you will have your voice to say, this is not right, but this is, we are expecting from the product. That is the first thing. Then, you know, MVP community is so amazing. You know, we have, we'll have these uh, WhatsApp groups or uh, in Slack groups and Teams channel. So if you if you are in doubt of something, you know the right person whom to reach out to. So if I have a client, if I need to know something about the portals, I know whom to reach out, uh, reach out to the community or Power Apps, Canvas App or Custom Component Development. I know the top layer people whom to reach out if I have, if I am in doubt of something. Just stack something, you know, you will, uh, we kind of, you know, you have a full directory in your hand about dynamics at the moment or business application. That's what I see the most important privilege of being an MVP. If you look at the the year ahead, 2022, and then on into 2023, what are what are the big focus areas for you? What area of the technology uh, are you kind of studying at the moment? What's your focus area? Uh, Yes, since I started with Dynamics CRM, XRM is in my heart. So still with the moral driven apps and the enhancement coming out there. But on a personal note, you know, I'm focusing uh, more on kind of, you know, accessibility considerations. That's uh, something uh, very important, especially, you know, uh, accessibility issues which often go unnoticed in business application. Uh, for example, if you have some disabilities which uh, is not physically visible, so people may uh, may not consider uh, such aspects. Or uh, another case, you know, right now citizen development or local applications are emerging or booming. You know, what happens is that I'm a single person. I'll create a model or canvas app or power app from my point of view and my accessibility. Later, maybe after using it for three or four months, I'll realize it will be useful for my team. But my team is a diverse team. People with different skills or different disabilities uh, will be there. But uh, the app was originally not designed for this kind of power without considering a whole group of people. So that's a gap I'm seeing in the citizen development now. So I'm kind of, you know, doing more awareness programs or events, talks on that area, which is something very important, I see. Yeah. Have you got any blog posts on those type of topics? 
Uh, I have started uh, two posts, especially why accessibility matters. I have one post on uh, that side. I am you know, preparing something, uh, some blogs on the, uh, proofreading at the moment. For me, it takes uh, more time to prepare a blog. You know, I have something called uh, this dysgraphia, which, you know, it will take uh, double the time for you to type something or write something because, you know, you will mix up letters. Even if you type or write, you know, or mix up uh, words, uh, your thinking and your typing won't match. The speed won't match. You know, sometimes you'll skip words or jumble words in between or the common spelling, you will always make mistakes. So it takes more, uh, more time for me to do stuff. So maybe to write a blog for me, it may take one or two days uh, for a single blog. That's how even I took a different approach in blogs now. I'm writing it as comic strip now so that I have to write uh, only, only a few words instead of a wall paragraph. So it's, uh, that's maybe I'm being a bit tricky on that side, but uh, I think... Uh, no, that, that's that's smart. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that, that's very impressive. I think that working to your to your skill and um, and... And just identifying this, you know, looking at your uh, your blog post at the moment, it's fantastic. It's totally unique. It's totally you, and I and I love the way that that's coming through. I think it's good work. Good work. Thank you, bud. Really well done. Because uh, I used to struggle a lot. Okay. With writing blogs, you know. You also. No, I used to struggle a lot with take time. With the time, the time I used to take a single blog post. So that's why I chose this kind of an approach. I like it. I like it. Really well done. Is there is there any recommendations you'd make to people um, wanting to become MVPs themselves? Uh, community contribution is the key. That's what I say from my personal experience. There are two, as I mentioned, the primary advantage is that you know you will get to know more people. You will be your knowledge. You know, the more you know people, the knowledge your knowledge or your skill set will automatically increase. So you get in start with community. That's what I always advise. And I get a lot of messages from people. How can I become an MVP? How can I start? Just simply start with any user group or even with Dynamics or Power Platform community. That's the first place I would say. Nijo, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Thank you, Mark. Thank you. I'm so happy. And it's a privilege to be with you. Hey, thanks for listening. I'm your host, business application MVP, Mark Smith, otherwise known as the NZ365 guy. If you like the show and want to be a supporter, check out buymeacoffee.com forward slash NZ365 guy. Thanks again and see you next time.